Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we were joined as always by Martin Kellner, who looked back on a yes, week of sport absolutely. on TV. He was quite taken with a snooker. He talked a bit of tennis, football as well. Um, we also spoke to Mike Ward. We looked at some of the pics of the non-sporting TV, if you can squeeze some in this weekend. Yeah, and we did the American Sports Roundup on our own without Todd. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, we did. Uh, we were we were forced into that. And we had a bit of a chat. Uh, Andy yeah. obviously was in a great mood after Chelsea's oh, defeat yeah, last night. Yeah. So we brought you that as well. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And uh, people have said to me, you can have a rant, Andy. You can have a rant. You know, I love that when people do that. For yeah, me. yeah. You can and have a rant? No. Okay, fair enough. Just play last Monday's. I haven't got anything else to say. Well, no, you must have. I mean, there was something specific to last. I mean, as first days at work go, it all started really well for Gelle Phoenix. He was playing brilliantly, wasn't well, he? Well, yeah, but what a donut. <laughs> really, honestly. Never mind Felix the cat. Something that rhymes with cat. Oh, yes. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you just look at these people, you know, what are you doing? It's in the moment, wasn't it? He lost the boy, it's that classic thing of you lose the boy and you want to try and get it back, you're so keen, it's your first day at work. I was really looking forward to seeing him on Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's good, isn't he? But he he proves a point that I've been going on about for a while, I I really don't think the training, the fitness, the conditioning, uh, that is what's really wrong at Chelsea, more than anything else, and whether Potter's got anything to do with that. Because you look at players who come in, Cucurella when he came in was sharp, Sterling when he came in was sharp, mm-hmm. this boy last night looked sharp, sharper than our players. Yeah. And th- th- that just gradually fades away, and th- that's got to say something about the way they're playing, the way they're training. It's just not good enough, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you know. But I've got, I thought I'd read you a selection of my mad notes. I thought that would well, be better. Okay. Is that, is that wise at why this not? time of day? Yeah, no, it's fine. You clean them up? Oh, yeah, I've cleaned them up. Good, yeah, okay. Fine. Well, fair enough. Let's have your mad notes. <laughs> these are the, so Andy, in real time, he watches a game of football with a notebook mm. and he writes down these mad scribbles. And uh, Frank Skinner once said to us, if anybody ever found your notebook, they think I was min- then, Yeah, you'd be arrested. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> you'd be incarcerated. It's not a surprise, really. Yeah. So... Uh, Here's, here's one for you. Peter Walton sounds even worse when your team's losing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. so irritating. You don't need it, do you? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I, I really like Lucy Ward, and she made a very good point, though. She said that the press has been effective against Chelsea recently, and you think, yeah, that's because Grant Potter won't mix it up. Basically, th- this slavish adherence to playing out from the back and never going long, even Pep goes long occasionally. Yeah. It's just bonkers. Teams can just camp, camp against Chelsea, camp in their half, and that's it. So, you know, 
But it's another game, another big injury. I've written it. We should buy a hospital, a specialist knee unit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's his thigh. Or old Dennis thigh, Zachariah. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Uh, one of my son's Arsenal supporters and mates said to him, we should get Ken Bates back. I was thinking, the way we were playing, we might as well have the Mears family. That's more like it. <laughs> OK. A little bit of Chelsea uh, history <laughs> knowledge needed for that uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and other... It was a funny sort of game, because I actually think that Chelsea were the better team. I do. Even with 10 men, I thought they looked quite reasonable. Hmm. But, you know, I mean, Chalabar, he was, he's been good for Chelsea. Which one? The Your one. Thing, yeah, our one. I mean, really... <laughs> I've never. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen anyone have. I mean, he was absolutely Blimey. useless from I start. I bet he's to feeling finish. special if he's well, no, on he's his true. way home from training. What's happened to him? You just look at this. Is the problem? This is where Potter has to hold his hands up yeah. because this boy was playing quite well under Tuchel. He was useless. William skinned him time and time again. He got booked. He, he basically didn't head the ball away far enough for the goal. Then he deflected it in. Where was he on the second goal? Alan absolutely took you know took him to the cleaners this morning. I'm not yeah. surprised. Akula Bali has not maybe been the player he was at Napoli, has no. he, for you yet? No, I mean, he was slightly better than us, mm. but I've written here. Kula uh, appalling. Potter must want the sack if he keeps picking him. It's like springtime for Hitler. <laughs> 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 These are the sort of things I write. Yeah, right. okay. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it's as clean as it is. As Referee it just... David Coote, ironically, still not receding in the slightest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not living up to his billing. That's true. And uh, moving to United, though, I see they've completed the signing of Cart Cart Horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out if he scores against you at some point. Well, won't... that won't be difficult. No, no, that's probably true. That. Cart Cart Horse. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just chatting to uh, the lovely Shabana Hearn. I'm a big yeah. fan, actually, and uh, we were having a chat. She was asking me about Chelsea, and suddenly I proposed. You didn't nothing. turn on her like you do no, everybody I, else. I like Shabana. Uh, she she said to me. I had a bloke fixing my oven this morning. You sounded exactly like you. Really? Yes. You're in the wrong business, Andy. I know. <laughs> I mean, we often have lookalikes, but not soundalikes. <laughs> if you're a great soundalike of someone, mm. we'd love to hear from you today. Well, literally, give us a call, 03717 Apparently, it was when he couldn't fix the oven and he got, had the wrong bit and he went, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. It's pathetic, this oven. That's it. Well, okay. Well, if you're a sounder like, I don't know, I suppose it's a world trodden path, but um, memorable and eventful first days in a new job for Zhao Felix. If you want to give us a few of those yeah, today, it's going to be until February the 11th. He's going to, well, that's because it's a cup weekend and you're I know, but then there's no, no cup game. So basically, he's going to go a month without football. So how do you think he's going to be? He's not going to be yeah. sharp. He's going to come back. He's going to look like all the other Chelsea players. He'll probably get injured at Cobham. I'm sure they'll sort him out. You can have a behind closed doors friendly again. I did have a sweepstake. I wrote down. I've got a sweepstake that Zhao Felix, because he was playing well, gets a hamstring that I had 23 minutes. Oh, well, at least he had the decency to get sent off. At least he's fit, Andy. That's the way you've got to look yeah, at it. He is yeah. a fit player. When he can come back, he'll be able to play. He won't be sharp. You had no problems with a red. That was a red, wasn't it? Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It was. He did try and pull his f- foot away. It wasn't the. I mean, the player made the absolute most of it. You know, I'm surprised. He there is was, he back from hospital? There yet? was. Co- there was. Co- I mean, oh, no, it was, was a red card. I think all all players do. All players make the most of that, oh. don't they? So that's that's fair enough. Oh yeah. Um, just very quickly, it was a letter to. I don't mm. normally do the letters, but I saw this one today at the Telegraph from Tony Billington in Bucklebury in Berkshire. Right. It's a lot of bees. It's a lot. Of, <laughs> it's a Brian Badonte. <laughs> <laughs> Billington, Buckley, that's right. He said, "I took my." 
my driving test, age 17, in my mother's Morris Minor. When the examiner, a large gentleman, squeezed into the passenger seat, the handbrake was no longer visible. Despite the embarrassment of asking him to shift over, I passed my test. I celebrated by pinching my father's Bentley and taking the vicar's daughter to the pictures. And I thought, <laughs> what does that sound like? No. <laughs> I thought it sounded like the plot for an episode of All Creatures Great and Small, didn't it? If their story department are listening, just read the letters page in the Telegraph today. Taking the vicar's daughter to the pictures is not a euphemism. It's a fact. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A little bit some news emerging from the managerial press conferences today and the games at the weekend. And something we'll talk to Tony Cotty about a little bit later on. David Moyes has confirmed that Wolves made an approach for Craig Dawson that they have turned Ooh. down. Um, so we'll get Tony's thoughts on that a little bit later on. He's going to join us to look at some of the games that aren't featuring in the Falls panel, those that are. A number of you have been in touch to represent the Talk Sport listeners. Just a reminder, Villa Leeds, Manchester United, Manchester City, Everton, Southampton, all live on Talk Sport um, tonight and tomorrow. 03717 You can call us now, guess the scores of those and win some points for the Talk Sport listeners. Uh, yeah, give us a call, we'll call you back at quarter to three, Andy. Yeah, now earlier in the show I was saying that Shabana Hearn uh, told me that I sound exactly the same, exactly like her... Uh, Oven technology engineer. Well, she doesn't have a personal one. It's just one who... I mean, having a bloke like that on standby on the off-charger oven doesn't work. Even Simon Cowell doesn't have that. I found a bit of oven technology, which I was going to sort of test it out on her, but she's broadcasting at the moment on TalkSport too, so yeah. I couldn't... So Some smart cookers even offer touchscreen doors and built-in cameras, while others allow you to simultaneously cook at two different temperatures. Yeah. I think, think that's, if someone's that's come, him. If someone's come to uh, <laughs> fix my oven, I'm not looking for that. No, well, it's basically a Sparks job, isn't it? I don't no, I would imagine well, it. Right, most can Unless it's a technical, it's yeah. a very technical thing. Did you see that Elvis impersonator who was on this morning with Holly and Phil? Mm-hmm. I was dying for him to sing The Wonder of Q. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Would have been good, wouldn't it? Uh, the more you read about Gianni Infantino, the worse he is. Yeah. Well, he makes true. Sepp Blatter look like Sir Bob Geldof. He really is. <laughs> I think he's one of the worst people anywhere ever. Really? really? Oh, he's terrible. One of the worst the, people anywhere the, ever. The ego. I mean, the give thing, that some thought, Andy, when you look at some of the well, people who have been the he's worst right people up anywhere there, ever. Honestly, that that thing about him. Directors were ordered to show FIFA president Gianni Infantino, uh, but not on his phone. So they had to show him once every game. Yeah. And if he was with, uh, this was a mad one. They were, uh, if he was sitting next to a shake, uh, directors should not use any pictures of them below the knee. So he couldn't show those lovely white shoes. That's a shame, because <laughs> yeah, I imagine he got a few free pity. pairs. Yeah, that's Honestly, right. it's so poor, the ego of the man. Can you imagine? That yeah. is just, oh, it's, it's depressing, really. No, it certainly is. Now, in Beijing, oh, yeah. they've come up with something that Rupert Bell will be interested in this. They've cloned a show-jumping horse. Oh, yeah. Because, and he's, going, he's doing very well, because they love show-jumping, but it's very, very expensive to get these horses in. So they thought they'd clone them. So what they've got to do now is clone the late Harvey Smith and Raymond Brooks Ward. They're laughing. Then. Yeah, that's, that might be a touch <laughs> a bit, more difficult. A bit of DNA. Yeah. <laughs> be fine. What's the, what's the horse called, do you know? The or? horse is called Zhuang Zhuang. Oh. Uh, as it says here, the horse so nice, the Chinese named him twice. Yeah. Which was quite amusing <laughs> in the times. Yes. So that was good. Nice. Uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah. 
this, <laughs> these people. Somebody wrote to the star uh, the other day, Maureen <clears throat> in Teesside. Oh, said, not Maureen in Teesside. Yeah, Maureen oh, in Teesside. Maureen, Maureen. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's always been a big fan. I look forward to watching Midsummer <laughs> Murders on Sunday, only to find out it had been taken off in favour of whinging Prince Harry. Thanks for nothing, ITV. <laughs> <laughs> What's quite a big story, wasn't What's it? What's quite a big story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, it's Steve else? Hartley still in the Archers. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the voice of Talksport is currently Talk starring Sport. in. We we said surely we need a continuing soap opera here on Talksport, a radio soap opera, and we completely forgot about Max uh, Rushton's opus, The Sturmy Archers. I love that. Uh, shall we put? Incredible amount of effort into it. Some would say far more than his regular shows. <laughs> he did. He used but, to write um, the script oh, and then he'd get people to be in it. He wrote the theme tune. He sung the theme <laughs> tune. It was good. He threw himself heart and soul in it. He got great guest stars. Mm. Why did he ever stop? I think it was killing him. It's a bit like Spider-Man. I can't believe we haven't put goons. it out as a podcast. I'd listen to it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> no one's still. He's supposed to be the brother of this bloke, the Polish vet. Yeah. But it's ridiculous. He's just speaking like Steve Hartley. Sorry, someone's got to say to him, how come you haven't got a Polish accent like Is your brother? Is it not brother? a hint of Polish accent? Not a hint of Polish like, accent. Like a, somebody who's Polish but been here for a very long time. <laughs> no, not no? It's pure talk sport. Maybe it's they shared... Steve. Maybe Steve will explain at some point, or you missed it, where they shared a parent, but Steve had always lived in the UK. <laughs> when his dad, <laughs> mum and dad came over. Possibly true. Maybe in the... Seems, 60s or seems something Seems unlikely like to me. Um, we did mention soundalites because, uh, mm. yes, Siobhan Owen did say that Andy sounded just like the bloke who came and repaired her cooker uh, this morning. It was a bit unnerving for her. Mm. Lee from Oldham said, um, Jason Cundy and Jamie O'Hara were convinced I was Tyson Fury when I called in last year after City's home <laughs> game against Dortmund. I thought they were crackers, but the comments on YouTube video of the call were full of people saying the same. Well, I mean, that Lee, like maybe you should give us a call, Lee. That might make That'd more sense. That'd be good, yeah. Oh, is that, is that oh, Lee? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's okay. Look, yeah, we'll, see if we can, we'll see if we can get in touch with you, Lee, if we can. I, mean, we've got, I think we've got your number there. So uh, if you can join us for a few minutes, because that's really the only way to do it, isn't it? And this bloke... Uh, t- <laughs> oh, the other one, sorry, um, Michael Naylor's been in touch, and he said, Andy sounding like Shaban's oven repairman. The one that gets me every time on TalkSport is Gareth Batty, the fine um, Surrey uh, mm. and England bowler, and Mickey Gray says, uh, cannot tell them apart. Mm. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. It's interesting. Uh, George in Chedborough wrote to the Daily Star. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Well done, BBC, for a week's snooker. That was it. That was it. Is that 50 quid? What possessed you to write that? Send that in. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Nope. It's not an hour later than you think it is. To, uh, Todd's not able to join us in his regular slot. He's otherwise engaged work-wise. And, in Ooh. fact, we're having a slight problem getting through to him at the moment. But we're working on it. He'll be there in a second. He's lying and he works at Yeah, the one that often comes up, Simon the Postie, is Soundalikes, because uh, Andy sounds like Shaban's uh, gas cooker engineer. Um, Danny Gabadon and mm. Tom Kerridge. Oh, that, yeah, that, that is no, that's that incredible. Is, that that is quite uncanny, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Matt Holland and Andy Townsend, um, except if they presented the show together, they would sound exactly the same. Oh, I'm not so sure mm, that's from um, the, yeah. the chilly bike. I kind of know what know what you mean. Um, so yeah, keep those coming. Uh, Andy is a sounder like for a uh, an engineer. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine or tweet to T S H and J. Okay, we are now we've got a problem with Todd's line. Anyway, we'll keep Ooh, working at it. Good, it In really? the meantime, Andy, do you, uh, is there anything else you want to share with the class? Well, I, I, I mean, you've hit us with a lot of stuff I today. Done a lot of stuff. Yeah, you've, you've, you've taken Pat Sharp. 
the DJ. Oh, yeah, Pat Sharp. He yeah. says that David Beckham was starstruck when he met him. David Beckham was starstruck when he yeah. met him? He was starstruck over Pat rather than the other way round. What about that? Yeah, he said, uh, he said, oh, I used to love uh, Fun House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say it like a High Court judge, Andy, so you probably didn't watch a lot of... I didn't see Fun House. Fun House? Yes, my lord, it was a popular... TV I was show probably already at day. work at that point. So. Yeah, you probably were. Have you seen that air guitar has been voted the most uncool gesture in a survey of Britons aged 18 to 29, with 38% saying it was old-fashioned and cringeworthy? Well, there used to be the World Air Guitar Championship, yeah. didn't it? And it used to be populated by fairly young people, but we've not spoken about it for a while. We kind of argued it was sport. It was fairly athletic. <laughs> we and stuff, used to, it? yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a slightly pointless thing, really. Uh, oh yes, uh, Sonny Son Hung, sorry Son Hung Min yeah. is adamant that Tottenham can still win the Prem. Blimey. I know. I love his positivity. He's very positive. Spurs have played a game more than table-topping bitter rivals who knew Arsenal and sit 11 points behind. They do. But the gap will reduce to eight with victory in Sunday's home North London derby. Well, you say that. We'll find out, yeah. won't we? And Son, 30, insists the title is still up for grabs. I didn't realise he was 30. The striker said... We don't prioritise the cups. The Premier League is long. Yeah, and something that's can fairly always... evident. Well, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we keep losing all those semi-finals because of lack of priority. <laughs> the Premier League is long, and something is always happening. Mm. Even Chelsea and Liverpool are pushing. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't watching. I think he said that before last night. I mean, it's top four on, Andy. Have you no. given up on top four? Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Got no chance. What... My honest belief, and I really feel this, I mean, if they don't get Reese James, Kante and Chilwell on the same pitch yeah. for at least 10 games, they are going to be in a battle down the bottom. Really? I'm not saying they're going to go down. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying they're going to be, still they'll be sucked into it because then just not, they just find different ways to lose games. And in the end, you can't keep taking big injuries every game. You know, that you run out of players. You know, I see they've recalled Harvey Vale from Hull. He's a good young midfielder. I mean, but you look, you're, you're the, 10 points clear of the relegation teams. Yeah, ten and 10 points. points off the thing. So, you know, it's, it's, it's perfect mid-table mediocrity, isn't it, really? Yeah. I'd be happy with that. I mean, then they, they can start again next year. They can trim the squad, get the right people in and have no European football. Maybe they can, you know, mount a decent challenge. But I think this year is a write-off. I mean, they, I, I, this took, I couldn't sleep last night. It was driving me mad, honestly. <laughs> so bad. I know when Chelsea bad when I really get, give me insomnia and I'm sitting there thinking, well, you know, if they actually did go down, I know it's ridiculous, <laughs> but what a disaster that would be. Would, I think the club would be wrecked, wouldn't it? They'd have to, like, people like Sterling, they'd have to give him away. You know, because he's on yeah. about three hundred grand a week. So you get no. He's not the sort. No wonder you didn't sleep. You're well, sitting there worrying about Sin stuff the, like this. I think basically, you'd be just left with people who wanted to play for Chelsea. It might not be a bad thing actually, yeah. but I don't know. You'll be saying, "Oh, we got Preston next week." That's if they don't come up. No, you're sitting there, I was looking at the fixtures. <laughs> Playing every Saturday, and, every Saturday and Tuesday. I'm looking forward Andy. to that one against Watford, Jamie. That should be good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you know. They think they're going so you down. lay there tossing and turning last night, did you? Thinking yeah. of life in the championship. What would actually happen if they went down? Yeah. Is what I was thinking. What would you be thick and thin, Andy? Would you still go? <laughs> oh, I suppose you'd have to, really, because otherwise you'd lose your season tickets. I mean, so. you have been, look, you have been spoiled in recent years, haven't you? No, it's been a 20 wonderful years. I mean, yeah. even longer, really. Yeah. But, from 97 when they won the cup so it's been 25 years of excellence and it's cyclical and of course I Blast, accept that. a cycle you've got there isn't it yeah. Bradley Wiggins like <laughs> cycle I think most people take 25 years of well that's even if success, nothing ever happens they? again you know then you've had that and that's a good thing right. it looks like we've missed Todd 
now. What can you do? Yeah. I'll you, tell you, you what, can we can do some of the well, stories, I did. Actually. I, I pulled quite a few of the stories together. Um, yeah. I bring no expertise in. What I can tell you, though, yeah. about a couple of them, is that you may remember back in the day, there was a meme of a little kid, uh, and he's in a, he's in a, uh, a, a yellow T-shirt, and he does a little mournful look. Yeah, it's at, at pretty the, uh, famous, camera. isn't it? The yeah. Popeyes, it was the Popeyes chicken, wasn't it? Popeyes chicken mm. meme kid. Well, he's trained on. Um, his name is uh, Colin Janurst, and he is playing college football. He's become a really decent college footballer. Is he Janurst Colin or Colin Janurst? I think he's Janurst, and it's Colin Janurst, first name Colin. Oh, first name Colin. Oh, yeah, first... on the notes it says Janurst Colin rather than uh, Colin Janurst. Well, I, 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 which I, came Janurst, Colin or his last <laughs> name? <laughs> I don't know which came Janurst. But anyway, I'm calling him, I'm calling him Cole. Go. And uh, yeah, he's playing, he's playing for Lake Erie College uh, and he's pretty good. And now kind of uh, college mm. footballers can do sponsorship deals for years and years. You know, they, they'd appear in games and they'd be, you know, people would be making money off the back of them and their names. Oh, yeah. But now they can make a few quid as well with uh, selective uh, promotional deals. And good old Cole, or Dionerst, he has, uh, he's done a deal with Popeyes. They've managed to pull that off. So uh, mm. what a turn turn up for the books that was. The other the other thing was on the DeMar Hamlin, which was the great news this week, the player of cardiac arrest on the field in the Bills-Bengals game, left hospital yesterday, and, and as he did so, he trademarked two phrases. Did we win? Um, and uh, three is back, his number. And uh, he's doing this for charity. Um, yeah, it's a nice story. They're doing all these "Did we win?" T-shirts and three is back T-shirts after what happened to him. And he said, uh, "Hamlin said, I want to give back an ounce of all uh, of the love you all showed me. Proceeds of these T-shirts and more will go to the first responses, first responders, should I say, at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center." So a nice story there. And we'll, I think we'll play you a bit yeah. of music. We've got a bit of music to play you because um, ESPN are covering uh, the college football playoffs at the moment, and they've done a real really hefty kind of field of dreams. I know it's a different sport, but in that sort of style, mm. schmortzy kind of uh, powerful um, uh, promo for it. And it is brilliant. It's brilliantly put together. And they've gone to John Williams, no less, to write the music for it, the man who wrote Indiana Jones and Star Wars themes. And we'll play you a little bit of it now as, as we uh, head into the, um, into the news, uh, sorry, into the sport. And, and we'll speak to Tony Cotty shortly afterwards. But it is so John Williams, this. I mean, it's just trademark. Mm. I suppose that's why you go to him, because he gives you his trademark stuff. It's called Of Grit and Glory, and this is a f- flavour of the trailer with the John Williams music. It's magic. History. Legacy. Grit and glory. Now, you see what the night can bring. Yeah. The breaking news is... Yeah, it got is, anything else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, we were hoping you kind of... It wasn't really in your style. We were looking for something like a jazz trio. Well, don't come to me then, really. Exactly. You got any banjo players in your band? No, sorry. 
Sorry, we haven't. Um, it is Janurst Colin. Janurst. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Hurst Colin. Jeff Janurst. <laughs> Can't be. I'll tell you what we could have talked to Todd about. This was yeah. an amazing thing last week. In the It was the last week of the NFL. Yeah. And the two teams... Just some of the things we could have talked to him about. <laughs> two teams battling mm. for the f- number one pick. In other yeah. words, they had to be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. And the Houston Texans were right in the box seat for getting it. And they basically went and scored a touchdown, which sort of tied them with this other team. And then they decided to go for two to win the game. And they actually won the game and lost the chance of the number one draft pick. Talk about a costly decision. There's something a bit grubby. I've heard about this in in American sports because of the draft. You do get teams thinking, look, we've stunk the place out. We might as well properly stink because we'll get the first pick I think that's what Todd Bowley's hoping for. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. Maybe he's he's waiting for the draft. That's what... No one's explained it to him. No one has said, look, Todd, if you finish bottom, you don't get the pick of the best players you can't buy the next Holland off the block (laughs) imagine the shock you think blimey we'll have to get a bit of a wriggle on there (laughs) the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time then to look back on a week of sport on TV. As always in the company of uh, the King of Overnights, massive in Kuala Lumpur. It is uh, Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon. What a fantastic clip of uh, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. It sort of makes uh, interviewing Alf Ramsey or uh, Kenny Dalglish <laughs> seem like a like a party in comparison. Yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic clip. Yeah, he can be. Um, he can be quite. I think it's cut- a man under pressure. He can be he? quite cutting yes. when it's not yeah. going his way. Can't he? He's, yeah. I mean, he did say he said to Ned Manure the other day he was doing a bit. I think for ESPN. He said, well, if you've ever played football, and he probably was thinking, yeah, you know, just about 100 times for Man City, you know, that other team down <laughs> down the road. So, uh, yeah, that can backfire sometimes. Anyway, yes. um, 
Yes, I thought TV. I, one of the programmes I was sure that you'd watch this week, because you love your tennis, mainly from a punting point of view, mm. was Breakpoint, their version of or Serve to Survive, as Andy quite mm. rightly called it, which was a much better title. But um, it was what, a better title, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, it, it's one of those Access All Areas documentaries, yeah. but at the end of the day, you think, why Access All Areas? Because there's nothing much to access. Um, you know, tennis can be, as I've said loads of times, it's a game played largely in the head, uh, which means there's not a lot to not a lot to see. I mean, the first episode's called The Maverick, and of course it's uh, Nick Kyrgios because the Australian Open and all that. And he swears once or twice, but you think he's only doing it because they've said, you better throw in a swear word or two because we're calling you the bad boy of tennis. Um, so it's neither here nor there, really. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's interesting to watch. It's very well done. It's the same people who did Drive to Survive. So you've got the, you know, the sleekness of it and it looks great and... Uh, if you don't, if you've never watched a tennis match, that's a, that's the the thing that really grates because you think you're gonna you at least have some familiarity with how tennis works, mm. and then you have scenes with uh, Nick Kyrgios's girlfriend where his manager is explaining. Well, it goes to uh, five sets, you see, and you have and he's explaining the way <laughs> tennis works. Wow. And you think, well, you know, <clears throat> it's I think a better idea than watching uh, Breakpoint would be to watch Point Break, which you see, I, I made a mistake on the the Sky Q thing, and I said, uh, bring me Point Break. Really? Uh, which it did. It's a surfing movie. Yeah, with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze, isn't it? That's right. Uh, an F- FBI agent infiltrates a, bang, uh, yeah. a gang of surfers because mm. he thinks they're involved. Anyway, I mean... I can see the point of the documentary in that, the, you know, the old guard is changing, isn't it? We all know, everybody's waiting. We have been for, you know, about two years in the tennis for, you know, Federer and Adal, Djokovic, Serena Williams, that generation to, uh, to disappear and be replaced by, uh, by new players who, you know, will be a, a, at some point an interesting narrative. You know, we assume they will have personalities. But when you see this, um, you know, they're preparing for the Aussie Open and all that, which is next week and, you know, I'm looking forward to all that. But um, they're all, you know, qu- quite reasonable, quite plausible, quite nice. Kyrgios, as I say, is he's supposed to be the maverick. He's supposed to be the bad boy. But he's not really that maverick, you know, and nobody has anything particularly bad to say about him, you know, that when he's on the court, he's very, very focused and very intense. But that's the way uh, tennis works. So unless you're a real fan of tennis, I don't think it's going to, you know, the idea of Drive to Survive, it's brought a whole new audience into Formula One because, you know, Formula One, they're playboys, they're interesting, you know, the cars and there's the rivalry and, and all that. You know, a tennis racket's a tennis racket, let's be honest. There's a golf one coming up as well, Martin, There's a isn't golf there? one, and yeah. Six Nations. Six Nations should be interesting. Yeah, because you there's know, been, because I mean, rugby has got previous. Remember the old that life... That can be the, called Drive to Survive, yeah. the golf one. <laughs> the golf one can be called Drive to... But remember that yes, life... Well the first Life with a Lions documentary was one of those years and years yeah. ago in the... In the in the 90s was was really really good you know rugby's pretty good at giving access like that so yeah absolutely i think yeah. life with the lions means something else to martin <laughs> <laughs> of course it does <laughs> bb daniels ben line and bb daniels <laughs> exactly. yeah marvelous golden days <laughs> and i did watch 
Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I did watch that uh, Bob Einstein documentary that you recommended. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen it before, but it's... Very it's well funny. The man who played Marty Funkhauser and Andy right. in, oh, yeah. in, in Curb Your Enthusiasm, like a documentary about him, yes. very good. Uh, anyway, not sport. Uh, not sport. Kind of, he was, no, a, he was a daredevil, but not sport. Uh, the golf no. one... Uh, is called Full Swing. So they're, they're swing, yes, yeah, not right. a massive surprise. Um, so uh, beyond that, Snooker. Martin, beyond the tennis, yeah, well, Snooker. beyond that, uh, mm. Snooker's been on all week on BBC Two mm. and uh, on those rare moments when you can't get it on BBC Two, it's also on Eurosport Two. And I just think Ronnie Sullivan, I mean, I know he lost the, he lost the match eventually yeah. against Mark Williams, which was a fantastic comeback by uh, Mark Williams. Mm. But I was watching one of these, um, one, one frame in the afternoon and uh, the black was perched over the pocket and then the red was sort of nestled just in front of the black. Mm. Uh, they were talking about doing a, a reframe because I think you have to do that at some point, don't you, when you can't continue with the game, you know, when nobody can... Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so tied up the board. that Not the board, whatever they call it. <laughs> the, uh, the, the table. table. Yeah. The table, yeah. yeah. It's so tied up. But uh, Ronnie... <laughs> unbelievably managed to squeeze round and from there he made a 100 break which was fantastic yeah. and I thought that guy does not get the respect he deserves I know everybody says he's yeah. great and he's a brilliant snooker player but you know I was talking about the sports personality a week or two back uh, and I think he should have been at least in the conversation uh, for that uh, and in fact the, the BBC team they had Steve Davis and Ken Doherty who was sort of commenting on this match against Mark mm. Williams. At the time when I was watching, this was uh, yesterday afternoon, um, it was 3-0 for uh, Ronnie at that point. You assumed that Ronnie was going to win the match. Uh, there was a brilliant comeback afterwards. But Steve said, and you know, if anybody should know, he, he should, he said, we will never see the likes of Ronnie O'Sullivan again. Yeah. Uh, and basically, we only concentrate on snooker when it's the, uh, you know, the championship from, uh, from the Crucible in Sheffield. Mm. Uh, but the Masters, um, and again, as Steve Davis said, you know, Ronnie O'Sullivan, not every uh, tournament on the calendar gets Ronnie's juices flowing. Uh, but this one is, he's really up for it, which made the, the you know, and he was, you can tell. Mm. And he is one of those players that is not always up for it, is he? He's not always as up for it as, uh, as he is for the Masters. Um, and uh, it was a great match. It was a really great match. I just... Just because I don't suppose it gets the audience figures that the uh, championship gets, yeah. you know, from the Crucible in Sheffield, but um, very good. You know, I would re I'd recommend it higher. Mark Williams is a great player, and he, yeah. he, he, you know, he hung on in there. I don't know if you uh, watched the Wasp incident in the first round. He played David Gilbert in the oh, first the round, and uh, mm. there was a Wasp flying around. Uh, She's strange at this time yeah, of year. The auditorium, <laughs> and uh, and it, we got a bit of Ministry of Silly Walks almost from Mark Williams as he was trying to fend it off. Then he was having a go at the cameraman. Then it turned on the referee. So yeah, it was it was uh, created havoc in there. But maybe the wasp is what won it for him. Maybe he'll go all the way and never look back. Yeah, well, uh, fantastic. He's not won the. I think the last time he won the Mercer was about two thousand and nine. I think mm. I might be wrong. Um, but well worth watching, I have to say. And it, the only reason I'm mentioning it is because, A, I think uh, Ronnie is, we should save, he's 47, yeah. we should savour him while we still have the chance, you know, because it's, he's not going to be there forever. Um, and I've never seen a snooker player like him. No, he's brilliant. He's, yeah. a, he's box office as well. You want to watch when he's playing. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, just finally, you, you, the Lionesses documentary, the look back on the win, winning the European Championship on the Beeb, you've, Champions yes. of Europe, you've watched that. 
I watch that. Yes, uh, again, if you have SkyQ, be careful because if you try to call for it uh, and just say lionesses, hmm. uh, you get a very old um, program called Elsa the Lioness oh, with oh, a yeah. very young David Attenborough actually meeting Elsa the Lioness. It's a great program as well. Yeah. It's sixty. I love the fact you're looking for something, but then you get sucked into the other shows, like yeah, you watch Point well, Brank and Elsa, Elsa the. Yeah. yeah, isn't that what life's all about these days? Yeah. You know, yes. I watched about four episodes of uh, Tommy Saxondale. Oh. Uh, Long neglected. The, the, yeah, I was looking yeah. for something entirely different. The, the Steve Coogan um, sitcom. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Lioness is champions of Europe. It's you know, it does the job. It's a it's a BBC thing. You've got all the best bits of the uh, of the footage. But also on the same page, there's uh, a thing called um, We Are England. It's hmm. uh, England's next lionesses. Ah. And if you were in any doubt that they'd sort, you know, that the, the success they had had inspired a new generation, um, this program will uh, will dispel all those doubts because it's uh, basically it's the girls football club Bolden in the northeast mm. um, that has over time produced three lionesses including Jill Scott who of mm. course now has become a massive star after the uh, celebrity program um, and uh, yeah, interviews these girls, and they're you know they're really really keen on it. And uh, you think, well, you know, I may have been sceptical about some of the goalkeeping or whatever in the um, in the Euros, but it's had a fantastic effect. And uh, you know, all these girls are playing football there, uh, which is which is which is brilliant. You know, fantastic, really good. Yeah, uh, so you are. That. Yeah, we're going to check that. It's on the BBC iPlayer, and uh, if you like, you can also watch Elsa the Lioness with the young David. Yes, that's, I would recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> The double yeah. header. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <clears throat> so, if you can squeeze in some non-sporting TV around the sport, Mike Ward is here to uh, mark your card from the star. Good afternoon, Mike. Hi, guys. Uh, I know Andy is a big fan of the work of John Richardson and Lucy mm. Beaumont. You I was like going to say a big fan of the work of Graham Potter. No, no, yeah, he's not, not a big so fan of Graham. Just the Brighton stuff <laughs> this week. Yeah, yeah I think it's... Yeah, I mean, you be, we should no, need to gloat. Have you been surprised by what's happened? I mean... What, how well we're doing? No, um, how, how it's not going particularly well for him. Or I, I am, I am. In, in all honesty, I'm quite surprised. But yeah. um, you know, there is. Um, I don't know. We've got another manager. Would you, would you like him? Andy? <laughs> no. Come, come along. Have, we'll have a sort of car boot. You sort of yeah. look around see if there's anything else you yeah, fancy. Yeah, it's a very funny article this week <laughs> in the paper saying, "Oh, a lesson for Chelsea is the way Brighton and, and Brentford have been running." Right. Hang on a minute. They have won quite a lot in the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, John Richardson and Lucy Beaumont, they're on the Channel 4. Uh, they you, are, yes. Is it, is it a good show? It's, yes, this is um, uh, it's another sort of attempt to do a kind of modern-day Mr and Mrs type mm. of thing. They did that awful thing with um, Rob Beckett, which I think even Rob Beckett probably wishes he hadn't done, um, on BBC One at the end of last year, where they got f- sort of testing the, testing the resilience of celebrity marriages. Mm. This is more of a sort of panel game type thing, and it works a lot better. It's... Um, uh, each week they have two different celebrity couples join them and they do things like a lie detector test and set all sorts of challenges. It's all very tongue-in-cheek, but they just work so well together as the presenters and the sort of the, the, the chemistry with the guests is really good. So this is on Channel 4 uh, Friday nights from tonight at 9 o'clock. Okay, I, I saw this thing. This is on, yeah, Channel 4. ITVX got a thing called The Reunion. I they think this was a kind of... ITVX. So what's the point of it? <laughs> That's a point. Honestly, well, we went to watch something the other day, and yeah. you can't record on it. So you've just you can only stream. Then you've got to. Not for me. Okay. Just stick well, it on an ITV. It's fine. Just well, okay. put it on proper telly, Thank as you. my wife would say. Thank you, little one-man focus group there. <laughs> but uh, I thought this was like a kind of celebrity school reunion oh, thing. But it's not. Don't it's a drama. Put ideas in there. It's not a good idea, is it? Really? <laughs> It'll happen now. You yeah. said it. But uh, no, this is a drama. It's. Uh, 
uh, Ewan Griffith playing a guy, a, a, a sort of successful author who finds himself invited back to his old school reunion uh, in a school in France. I'm not quite sure what's in France, but anyway, uh, that you know, they, meeting up with people that he was at school with in the 90s. But he's been nursing a dark secret all this time, and obviously going back and you know digging up the past is going to have harrowing consequences. Ooh, okay. Fair will these enough. things eventually end up on ITV? Or is yeah, it, yeah, they yeah. all will. Yeah, so, so I mean, called. this is ITV trying to do its sort of alternative version to you know the iPlayer. So you know, telling us that this is the, this is the hub, this is the first port of call, and I think most people probably it isn't still, especially as it's not that easy to just switch. Most yeah. people just want to switch on the telly and find stuff, and it's still quite hard on depending on what you know how you get your TV. You also mm. can't spool through the ads, no, which, and you uh, can't record. No, that's the yeah. other thing. Yeah, and you have to subscribe. You can yeah. subscribe if you want to want to, yes. um, uh, and you can download it. I think if you are a subscriber and put it on your phone, but but it's it's yeah. a convoluted way. It's trying to embrace the technology, but I think make it easy for people is the number one lesson and I don't think it's as easy as it should be mm. yet um, anyway sorry that's a separate no, thing. no problem um, <laughs> Super League the war for football we spoke to uh, the uh, director of this earlier in the week this is this new yeah I ha- I'll back- be honest I put this on this I haven't actually watched this yet but I just right. thought it was worth po- pointing out it's on Apple TV yeah. Plus from today and obviously we've had quite a few of the documentaries about the Super League and you know the, the story behind it and the fact that it was in the, I mean, the pipeline for a long long time and that you know there are people out there who still want something along those lines to happen. It hasn't gone away. The idea, I think, yeah. that's the basic point. So this is a four-part series on, uh, uh, that Apple are doing. So we're meeting some of the key sort of figures behind oh. it, and okay. getting to grips with exactly what. I don't get Amanda and Alan's Italian job. What is that? Do you, do you know what? I, 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 it, it's sort of. I know it's a bit Alan Partridgey, but it, <laughs> it, it, I'm sort of strangely warm to it. Yeah. It's nonsense and 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 and, and pointless, as you say. But it's half past eight on Friday nights, and it's just watching watching Amanda Holden and uh, Alan Shearer. Uh, sorry, Alan, Alan Shearer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very different show. Alan Carr. Nah. Alan Shearer's yeah. chatty man. Yeah, yeah, that would that'd yeah. be brilliant. Not chatty, chatty, you know, yes, basically, chatty do man, give yeah. Alan Shearer all Alan Carr's jobs yeah. and see how that works out. Yeah. That'd be now, a channel its own right. Saturday evening. Yeah, um, I'm going to watch this. Eight pm on Gold. Yeah. If people are fans of the the, the great Tony Hancock, yeah, uh, they'll enjoy this. Jack D hosting a look back at his life and career. Then they've colourised and restored digitally restored two yeah. classic. That is going to be interesting. The blood donor and twelve angry men. Yes, um, the blood been, donor yeah. and twelve. Yeah, the blood donor at ten o'clock and twelve angry men. Um, and yeah, they've colourised it, but they haven't colourised it. In, uh, I, I don't know. The technology is brilliant because you wouldn't know that they've actually you know applied this digital technique to it and it's and it's done in a way that still manages to keep that nostalgic look to it so mm. the color's a bit washed out sort of thing so it sort oh, okay. of doesn't, doesn't feel too okay. glaring and, and and bright and yeah and, and it's a famous episode obviously the blood donor with the famous line that's quoted in the title of the documentary yeah, very nearly an armful june whitfield um is in it as the nurse and the great hugh yeah. lloyd as, oh yeah uh, hugh lloyd oh, yeah. patrick cargill's the doctor patrick cargill yeah. as the doctor yeah, yeah. i mean it, we I'm once sure announced when it goes... that hugh lloyd had died on the show and then he rang up or his daughter rang up yeah yeah, she said he's still very much alive. So he said, I'll get my dad that, to call you. So was he that did. recently? No, no, a long time ago. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, long time ago. <laughs> no, it was many years ago. But then he came on, old Hugh. He was great. He was a proper football fan yeah, and everything. He was, he was fantastic. He, so. he used to live near the office where I worked in Brighton when I was on the local paper. And oh. he came in once. Ooh. And he, he, when I was writing my very first column for a newspaper, he said, I really like your column. It's the most wonderful thing that oh, Hugh Lloyd liked it. And, you know, I never forgot that. Anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, just very, very quickly, How to Live to 100, Channel yes. 4, 6.45. It's never going to happen, but yes, yeah. this is 
this is on Channel 4 on uh, Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night with uh, Jon Snow travelling to different parts of the world where people live significantly longer right. due to sort of health... Uh, porridge and whiskey, and, John, that'll do it. No, that's it, porridge and whiskey, glass of red wine, that's all these tried and tested... The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are, that was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on Monday. Danny Kelly will be with us to look back over the Premier League weekend. Sure, I'll be moaning again. I've really have run out of things. They better win because I've run out of anything to say now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have a fine weekend. Enjoy all the games here on TalkSport and we will catch up with you on Monday. Uh, If you can, join us on One Great. If not, the podcast will be available around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.